Shalom. Welcome to the Crimson Thread. I'm John Burns, pastor of Restoration Messianic Fellowship in the Boulder, Longmont area of northern Colorado. This teaching was recorded in a live Midrashic setting. We've edited it for clarity, but you may notice some jumps where we've taken out inaudible comments and sidetracks. Enjoy the study. So we're in Galatians, and last week I believe we finished through chapter 2, verse 14. Is that correct? Nope, 15. We'll get this right. Because remember, last time we ended up where Paul was upbraiding Peter for not eating with the Gentiles. So we did talk about that. I remember I was there. All right. So I'm in Galatians chapter 2, verse 15. We ourselves are Jews by birth, not Gentile sinners. Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Yeshua Messiah. So we also have believed in Messiah Yeshua in order to be justified by faith in Messiah and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. All right, so we need, we need to talk about several things here. First off is works of the law. That is a rabbinic term. And the Hebrew, I believe, is ma'asim. And what it is, is it denotes additions to the law of Moses that have been made by the rabbis. And specifically, it talks about rulings that the rabbis have made on how you do stuff, what you do, when you can do this, all that kind of stuff. They are legal rulings made by the rabbis that are in addition to the law of Moses. That, that, that. All right. So what I want to talk about, we have talked about works of the law. And again, what I'm saying is those are rabbinic emendations or additions to the Torah. And what Paul is saying is those will not justify you. But through faith in Messiah Yeshua... So we also have believed in Yeshua Messiah in order to be justified by faith in Messiah and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. All right, so what is faith and belief? In other words, how do you do this? What is this that justifies you? Faith, faith, faith. He says we are justified by faith. What is faith? Trust, trust is, is a synonym, but it's not the same word because the Bible uses trust and faith side by side. Okay, so there, there, and, 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 and also, thank you, also it uses faith and belief side by side. So you have faith, trust, belief all used not interchangeably, but in the same sentence as denoting different things. Let me take you back to agriculture. Remember that in order to grow something, you need four components, right? You need a seed. You need ground to plant it in, soil. You need water. And you need time. Time or timing. You need actually both of those, but you need timing because if you plant at the wrong season, you won't get anything, but you also need time. What I'm gonna, and, and we've talked about this before. Water is a blessing. 
Okay, so when we talk about blessing, what we're talking about is water on fertile ground that has seeds in it. So if you look at blessing and you just say water, you're okay. The soil is the human heart. And Yeshua talks about this in his parables. So the soil is the human heart. And, of course, time is season or timing. So what I'm going to suggest to you is the seed is faith. And the seed is what carries the life. The life is not in the soil. The life is not in the water. The life is not in the timing. The life of the plant is in the seed. Words of seed, and what I'm suggesting to you is this is faith. Faith is the life. Okay? It's the thing that brings life. It is the thing that bears life. It's the thing that carries life. Okay? So without a seed, everything's just sterile and dead. So what I'm suggesting to you is faith in Yeshua is receiving the word of God into fertile soil and tending that word to bring forth fruit. Faith in Yeshua, as described in the Bible, is receiving the seed, and the seed is the word of God, information, life, all, you know, use all those words for it, receiving it into fertile soil, and then tending it so that it produces a crop. So I'm suggesting to you that is a practical definition of what it means to have faith. You receive the word of God into soil that you have broken up and made fertile. You tend that seed in that soil and the seed will then produce a crop because that's your life. All right, now, if I'm correct, you don't have to buy this if you don't like it. I, I think I'm correct, but you don't have to buy it. If I'm correct, then what is belief? Tending the soil. In other words, once the seed has been planted in soil that you've broken up, belief is then the tending and defending of that plant as it grows in you to produce fruit. Pulling weeds, abiding. In other words, you know, seeds take a while to produce fruit. And as Ray was saying last week, if the next day you go ahead and you know, dig it up and see if it's okay and then cover it back over, and then the next day you go dig it up and see if it's okay, and cover it back over again, you won't ever get a crop. So belief is understanding that the seed has been planted, and you now need to nurture it, tend it, and allow it to then grow and bring forth a crop, and I'm suggesting that that process is belief. You know, all the stuff that you do to stay in fellowship with God, that's all by way of tending those seeds that he has planted in your heart because it's going to take time to produce a crop and the enemy, as we know from the parable of the, of the tares, is going to try and sow weeds to choke out your crop. He's going to try and get you off your game so that you quit watering it. He's going to try and do all sorts of things to keep that seed from bearing fruit. So what I'm suggesting to you is that is what Paul is talking about in Galatians 2, 15 through 15 and 16. And what he's saying is that works of the law don't produce life. They're sterile. The thing that produces life is taking the word of God 
as written originally in the law of Moses and planting those seeds in, and, and you know, you're, you're the one that's got to break up the soil of your heart. Okay, you got, you're the one that's got to fend off the distractions, do what's necessary to receive that word, but then you've got to keep after it and defend it. Right, yeah. And, and, and again, comment was that, you know, seeds in the desert can lay dormant for decades. And in fact, uh, in, in, in Israel, the Israel used to be covered with palm trees of a special breed. I don't remember what the name of the breed is. And the Romans cut them all down. And they're extinct. Except that they have found a single seed from biblical times in an archaeological dig. And they have planted it, and it's growing. And the, the question now is, is it a male tree or a female tree? They don't know the answer to that yet. Uh, but this seed has been, been in a, you know, obviously somebody's kitchen garbage kind of thing, you know, just cast aside. And they found this one seed, and it's growing after a couple thousand years. And the thing that makes it grow is it has to be put in good soil. It has to be blessed, which is to say it has to be watered, and the timing has to be right. In other words, and I don't know what the timing is in the Middle East for palm trees, but if you're in Iowa, you don't plant your corn in December, okay? Because the timing's wrong. It won't get enough sun. It won't get enough energy. So I don't know what the deal is with, with a palm tree, but it's growing after thousands of years. So what I'm suggesting to you is when God talks about faith, he is not talking about some airy-fairy, gee, I really believe, I really believe this strongly. Oh, I really, really, you know, you've got your belief muscles all scrunched down like you're having a bowel movement, and oh, I really believe, you know. And that's not what God is talking about. He's talking about something practical, something that you can do, because he tells you to do it, right? And if he tells you to do it, you can do it. But you can't do it if you don't know what it means. And I'm I'm being very picky here, because in the church, we take these words, and they just sort of all get jumbled up into these really high-sounding pieties. Oh, yeah, if you just believe and have faith and trust... Wait a minute, you just said three things there. But most people don't realize they just said three things. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why I'm being picky. And, and And it's important to understand the components of it and what the Bible says about these components and how to do each one of them. So when you sow seeds to people you meet, you are distributing faith in the belief and trust that God's word will not come back to him void. In, in other words, what you're doing is, is you, have this, you have this seed corn, right? And what you're choosing to do because you believe God will take that corn and produce a crop is you are sowing it and scattering it instead of turning it into pancakes. Right? Isn't that what you're doing? Um, sin is basically described as missing the mark, which is to say not doing Torah. 
Iniquity. 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 Iniquity.
person who has no relationship with God. I don't know how God is going to work that out because there are lots and lots of people who are well-behaved and who have not specifically rejected Messiah that God's going to have to sort that one out. I don't get to do that. I don't get paid enough. Uh, I don't have the wisdom to do it. He'll figure that out. And all I know for sure is that it will be both just and merciful. Because I, and this is Johnnyology. You don't have to buy this if you don't like it. I believe that a, an Orthodox Jew who has a relationship with God, notice how I said that, I don't worry about them. They don't believe that Yeshua is Messiah, and they certainly don't believe he's God. And in fact, those who believe he was the Messiah don't believe he was God. I think they're wrong. But I also think that they have a sincere relationship with God. And you'll figure all that out. And it doesn't need any help from me. Would somebody like to close in prayer? Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this study and would like to hear more, go to www.crimsonthread.com. There you'll find this study in its entirety, as well as other resources for studying the scriptures from a messianic perspective. Thank you and shalom.